I hope you've been enjoying our series on folder actions, the final, the third and final episode. This is where we get really geeky, a black diamond tip, writing your own folder actions next on Hands On Mac. Hands on Mac comes to you from Twit's LastPass Studios. You're focused on security, but are your employees? LastPass can ensure they are by making access and authentication seamless, whether employees are working in the office or remotely. Visit lastpass.com slash twit to learn more. This is Twit. This episode of Hands on Mac is brought to you by LastPass. Allow your remote workforce the ability to do their best work securely without jumping through hoops. How? LastPass.com slash twit, of course. All right, I'm going to roll my sleeves up for this one, kids, because this is when we get down to work. Do you like computer programming? Hmm? Well, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. All the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about folder actions, the ability to automatically trigger uh, an action when you copy something into a folder on your Macintosh. That's a really great tool, but it doesn't really sing until you can write your own programs to handle it. Now, I mentioned last week you could use Perl, you could use Python, you could use Ruby to do this, you could use shell scripting, you could use any scripting language, but probably the easiest way to get into this, to get started anyway, is with a program called Automator. So I'm going to recap real quickly. Folder actions, uh, let's create a folder that we can work with, I'll call it test once again, this is our test folder. I'm putting it on the desktop. I'm going to turn on folder actions if you haven't already done so. It's very simple. You go to services and you'll see in services folder actions setup. And we're going to open that up. That's a little program. Uh, yes, run that service. It's a little program. It's in your system folder called folder actions setup. And it allows us to attach folder actions, if this box is checked, to the folder of our choosing. You see we can add folders here, and we can also add scripts here. Now, in fact, you see I already have a script attached to test. Let me delete that script, because I want to show you something even more fun. Apple Script, which is a very powerful desktop automation language, is still around. It's been around since the very beginning of Macintosh. But in a, about, I don't know, about a decade ago, they introduced something called Automator that was designed or intended to um, give it an easier interface to AppleScript to create little system automations. I don't know if you've played with this. We've talked a lot about it. In fact, the very earliest Mac break episodes we're Automator King Sal Segoyan talking about AppleScript and Automator. Automator is still part of the Mac. I do suspect that uh, now that shortcuts are a big part of iOS, uh, covering some of the same capabilities, that Mac OS may modify Automator somewhat to accommodate shortcuts, to be a little bit more familiar to people who use shortcuts on iOS. That's fine, but they can't get rid of it or AppleScript because there are so many power users dependent on it. Automator lets you create a, create a variety of things, workflows, applications, quick actions. You could do a print plugin, a dictation command, an image capture plugin, a calendar alarm, or a folder action 
Folder actions are workflows that are attached to a folder in the finder items added to the folder cause the workflow to run and are used as input. Didn't I promise you that we would show you an easier way to create uh, a script? This is for the people who are really Black Diamond users. We're going to show you how you can attach an automator workflow to a folder action. We're going to choose the folder here. You can change that, of course. But let's uh, let's do it to our test folder, which is on the desktop. There it is. I'm going to select the test folder. Now, this is a little bit of a tutorial in Automator. Automator is a kind of a graphical programming system. Here on the right, these are the steps we're going to take. Here on the left are the steps we can choose from. And you can even narrow it down by selecting the first column, which gives you a variety of different types of activities. I'm going to go right back to the top just to give you a sense of all the things you can do. You can turn fonts on and off. You can attach, uh, attach uh, files to uh, messages. You can, I mean, it, this is a long list. Ask for confirmation, ask for fire. Now, a lot of these are designed to be daisy-chained over here on the right. So you might, I mean, ask for confirmation by itself doesn't make much sense. But if you make it part of an overall workflow, maybe it does. I'm about to delete all your photos. You, you sure you want to do that? So we can pick some actions here that are things that we might want to do. This is nice because you don't have to actually do much programming to use these. So, um, I mean, I could just, I'll, I'll pick some at random. Uh, let's see. Right, let's go back to the photos uh, section. They have quite a bit of uh, things you can do with photos. Uh, perhaps we would like every time I copy a photo to that test album, uh, photo uh, folder, I might want to add it to an album. So I'm going to drag this action over. Oh, I took it. And now you can see there's some things I can set. Do you want to add it to an existing top-level album? Add it to a new album? Let's say a new album. And maybe we'll make this uh, unprocessed. You know what we could do with that uh, is even make a folder that uh, will have a folder action of its own. So we're going to do that. So when folder when a folder action receives files added to test, it's going to add those, for instance, to an album. But wait, maybe I would like to make sure that those are images. I could do that as well. I can also take a look at the results. So if I run the workflow now, I can see what's happening. There won't be anything for it to work on. There's, it doesn't exist in the photos library. So you got to choose something that exists in the photos library. All right. So that's a, that's why we run it. We get a little debugger. There's even a little debugger down here, a log of failures, what happened, and so forth. So and here's a description of the action. We can open Acorn, which is a photo editor I use, for instance. Let's let's use that instead. That sounds better than this one. I'm going to get rid of that one. And I'm going to drag open it in Acorn. So now when I drag an image file to that folder test, it will open it in Acorn. Yes, I know it's a third party and I'm going to have to enable third party actions. So let's say yes. Acorn is a very nice editor that I use and have purchased. Uh, use it all the time. Very handy. So now I have it. So if I copy something to the test folder, those fold files will be immediately opened 
if it's an image in Acorn. That's something that Acorn has added, and you see there's quite a few of them added by Acorn. I could even run some JavaScript. Let's drag this in the middle here. So I could have this run some JavaScript first, then open it in Acorn. The one that I use the most, and this is a double black time and tip, I'm going to use the search tool and type shell, is run shell script. Let's stick this in here. Run shell script means you can execute anything, any program at all. You choose the shell. I'm currently using Fish. I almost always use just SH because that's the generic shell scripting language. I can put a shell script in here. I can either paste it in or I can paste the name of a shell script. I can pass it uh, the f anything coming from standard in or I can pass arguments and that's pretty typical. In fact, they even paste in some kind of standard uh, sh uh, shell script in here, which is something you might want to use as kind of a the file loop. We've seen something like this a few episodes ago when I added a lot of fonts for f in dollar sign at. That's the that's the uh, variable that contains all of the arguments passed to the script. So it whatever uh, whatever's passed to this script will show up as an array there. And I can go through all the items in that array. If I copy 20 files, it'll be 20 file names. And then I can echo each of this. This is not doing anything, obviously. I can echo each of them. These uh, templates are handy, though, because it'll give you an idea for some of the things you might want to do. Uh, I'm not going to go too far down this road because, well, first of all, it takes years to become adept at using Automator. It's got a lot of power, a lot of features. And what you can see that once I can run any shell script, there's pretty much anything I can do. And this is the key to both Folder Actions and Apple Script and Automator on the Macintosh. It can be completely automated, completely automatic. If you download a file, it can automatically handle the download. The sky's the limit. Anything you want to do, anything you can do in a script or with Automator or Apple Script, you can do automatically. That's the real power of folder actions on the Mac. It's a great thing to play with uh, if you're just getting started. Hazel, which I showed you last week, is a very easy tool. It'll give you some ideas. But I think this is a, a, a something you might want to play with. Automator makes it much simpler. Next step, Apple Script. Automator will generate Apple Scripts so you can examine them and see what's going on. And then finally, uh, running shell scripts. That's the ultimate in power. I, for instance, have a shell script uh, using a third-party command line program called exif tool that automatically runs when I copy new photos into my photos folder that renames the photo with the, f the date of the capture, not the date of the file, uh, adds my name to it so it's got a uniform file naming, and then moves it automatically into a folder. I like my photos organized by year, then month within that year, then the days within that month. It automatically moves it based on the capture date to the right location. It's a very handy, very good script, and it's all automatic. Once you write it, now every time I drag photos into my Photos folder, it's processing it automatically. Um, I think, though, we've done enough for today. I don't want to make your brain swell. It's kind of fun, isn't it? There's a lot you can do with Folder Actions and uh, Automator and Apple Script. So get to it. Enjoy it. Our show today brought to you by LastPass. Can you manage identities 
and still promote good security behaviors while your employees are remote? You can with LastPass. Get secure password storage, convenient password sharing, access anywhere makes LastPass the best. When user identities are centrally and securely managed, a business can really ensure that the correct employee is doing the right thing with the access that's appropriate to their level. That's what you want. Go to lastpass.com slash twit to find out how they can help you. That's lastpass.com slash twit. And that's it for the roll up the sleeves. You ever see me roll up my sleeves on a hands on Mac? No, we're going to get pretty deep into it. That's it for this roll up the sleeves edition of hands on Mac next week. Something simple, something fun, something everybody can do. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll, I promise you it'll be easy because we worked pretty hard in the last three weeks. I'll see you next Friday. I'm Leo Laporte on hands on Mac. Bye-bye. Want more twit? Well, check out Smart Tech Today. It's at twit.tv slash STT. It's the show where Matthew Casanelli and I cover everything there is to know about smart tech. It's automation. It's connected devices. It's smart home. It's all those goodies and so much more. We get the news. We get the latest devices. We do reviews. Everything. You got to check it out. Twit.tv slash STT for Smart Tech Today.